Hey, I'm Ethan. Hey, I'm Mike. I've watched the first half of Tommy. I watched the second half of Tommy. And this is the, the other, other half. half. I'm glad I watched the right half. Me today too. Because I didn't want to be fooled again. <laughs> <laughs> It didn't deserve that much of a laugh. That, Mike. No, it did. That was great, man. You're uh, the podcast wizard. I'm over the podcast. <laughs> a podcast <laughs> wizard. <laughs> That's really good. I'm also uh, deaf, dumb, and blind too. <laughs> no. no one, no one knew that. No, no. Not many people know this, but <laughs> I'm deaf, dumb, and blind, and a podcast wizard. You're not deaf and blind. No. Hey. <laughs> Hey, hold on a second. Well, this movie was recommended to us by uh, Honeybees. Yes, our friend Honeybees. Yeah, they recommended this one to us. Uh, they were like, this movie's crazy because the first half of the movie and the second half of the movie are very different. Yeah. And there's a lot of actors in it that's like crazy. There's a lot of actors. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a lot. Um, it's a wild film. It's a wild film, especially because I do actually, out of all the like bands from the 70s, I do like The Who Really, a decent amount. I'm not, I'm not like an expert. Barely Adam. listened to the Who. I think I've literally only, only listened to like Bob O'Reilly, obviously, mm-hmm. and then yeah, like any song that starts a CSI <laughs> yeah. TV show. Yeah, yeah. Um, you like the Who? I mean, they're pretty good. Yeah. I think like I know like out of all the bands that are from the '70s, I feel like I know a fair, somewhat Quite more amount about, about them. them. Um, so it was interesting seeing that I didn't know that, but despite that, I didn't know like. Pinball Wizard was from a concept album yeah. called Tommy. Yeah. Um, you thought it was just a random song they made. Well, that was just a song. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. Know, I didn't. I mean, it's the seventies. Of course, they're gonna make like or sixties. I think when that actually came out. Um, of course, they would make a concept 69. album. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Of course, they're gonna make a concept album, right? Like they're right. gonna make. They're gonna do a whole like album around like, like a Pink Floyd type deal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what I didn't expect though is them to be like, all right, now. Let's make a stage play and a musical about it. Yeah, a movie. Like a movie musical, yeah. too. Because this also is a stage play, too. I didn't know that. Yeah. I don't know which came first, though. The, um, I feel definitely like... A broad, I don't know, actually. Yeah, I don't know either. I'd have to look that up. Yeah. Uh, and I know the director, Ken Russell. He made yeah. the movie The Devils, uh, which is like a crazy fucking movie uh, with Oliver Reed in it. Okay. Um, well, Oliver Reed is in this movie as well. He plays the dad? Frank? Is he Frank? I don't Frank know what his dad, name is. Frank, the dad, the the new dad, yeah. Yeah, he is Uncle Frank. Uncle Frank, yeah. yes. He plays that guy. Man, I can't believe that guy died in Gladiator. Like Gladiator. <laughs> before Gladiator, that's ended. so crazy to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's I think where most people know him from is from Gladiator because he was like kind of like edited into certain scenes, which is weird. Oh really? Yeah, because he died, he died in the middle of filming, right? In the middle of it. And they but they're still like Cuz he was scenes. doing a lot of drinking, which he does in this film too. He drank he drank a lot. Oliver Reed was a piece of shit. Like he was also a massive womanizer mm-hmm. who who was like all about he was like he went on television multiple times and was like, "Yeah, hit women. It's cool. Do it." And yeah, he was huh. a, he was a massive awful piece of shit. I mean, there this this movie's compromised <laughs> mostly because uh, oh shit, Townshed. I can't remember his name. Oh Townshed? yeah, Townshed. Yeah, yeah got, he was a massive creep. Well, he got yeah he got caught with child with child, child porn, porn because he was like, oh, I'm studying it because I'm trying to figure out why I'm uh fucked up because I got abused as a kid or something like that. Oh, wasn't was Tommy abused? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. There's definitely you could see some inspirations here because he wrote the story of this. Right, right, right. Um, or he's credited the story of this anyway. Right. Um. So yeah, he's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what are you gonna do? You can't say anything. What do you mean? Tommy can't say anything. Oh yeah, it's true. You know? He's deaf and dumb and blind. He's all those things. Yeah, and he could be easily taken advantage of. So I want to know. My question to you, uh-huh. as someone who's seen the second half. Yes. How do you think Tommy gets deaf, dumb, and blind? I thought he was born deaf, dumb, and blind. He wasn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh oh. Uh, he falls into a vat of acid, and then he turns into the Joker. <laughs> I get. <laughs> I'm the Tommy baby. Yeah. <laughs> um. No. He. It's, it's even worse. Whatever you say, it's worse. Does he? Does? Is there a mirror? Is a mirror involved? No. Oh, then I don't know what happens. Well, I'll, I'll get to it in a bit, but okay. I want to see. I just want to let you know. I just assumed he was stupid. born this way. Oh, it's stupid. Oh, it's very stupid. Okay. <laughs> this movie, 
okay, so that's the other thing. Like you said, it's based on a concept album that is... So I did a little bit of research in into this. I actually listened to the album, but only the music, only the songs that I had heard. Mm-hmm. So the music album itself, like you listen to something like like The Wall, like Pink Floyd's The Wall, which is right. like, I consider that to be probably like the best concept album. Mm-hmm. And like that has like a story to it. Like I, I feel like you can listen to that album and you can really like follow along with right. what's going on. I feel like this one is just fucking all over the place. Like there's like, oh, yeah. there's like no rhyme or reason to things, man. Uh, and are you talking about the album or the movie? Both. Okay. I feel like the, the movie, movie al- is like... The movie's at least chronologically done. Right. Yeah. It, no. it has a linear narrative it has cro- in the most part. Chronologically, it's all there. But I mean, I think the movie has to... It's sort of like when you adapt like a work of like really short fiction and you have to start like putting pieces in where, you know, they weren't there before because of the medium that they were in. Like yeah. you could listen to a concept album, get high and just be like, this is great. But there's but, also a lot of just like, we're going to have music going, no lyrics or anything. Yeah. And just people doing stuff. Yeah. Which is cool. I actually kind of like that. Yeah. But then it's like, now we have to sing everything. There's no parts of like dialogue, dialogue. that are just like, we're just going to like say a couple words to kind of get to the next set. It's like, no, every single thing has to be sung. I don't know about near half of the movie, but I feel like also they cast people that can't sing in certain scenes. Like yeah. Uncle Frank can't sing. No. Uh, and Margaret, who plays Nora, the uh, Tom Tommy's mom, she mm-hmm. can sing. Yeah, pretty damn good. well. Obviously, Tommy can sing because he's played by uh, Roger Daltrey from The Who. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and then like Elton John. Yeah, <laughs> Elton John. Yeah. yeah, he can sing. But also like so like Oliver Reed, who plays Uncle Frank, can't sing. And then you've got uh, Jack Nicholson in the movie too, and he can't sing. Jack Nicholson is I don't. He's in my half of the movie. Okay, I was like, I did not see Jack He's Nicholson. a very minor part in my half of the movie. Okay, I did and not expect him. Not only does he sing, he sings with like a British accent as well. Jack Nicholson just shows up in the weirdest, weirdest he, sections. That's what I've that's what I've learned. Just, is, he just pops up randomly. You're like, ah, yeah, the guy from The Shining. And he just doesn't show up. He's like, he shows up for one scene, sings a song, and then leaves. I'm like, you really, you literally could have just gotten anybody else. Like, you could have gotten somebody who could sing. Uh, and I read up I, I read up a, on the director Ken Russell, and apparently he doesn't like rock music. Like he's not a fan of the music. He was a fan of the story. He was a fan of of yeah. I know. Okay. I know. That's like the opposite of what a human being should think. But I know. That's okay. I know. And like you're adapting a musical, and you're like, I'm not a too, I'm not too big a fan of the of the music. <laughs> Turns out his music, I don't like it very much. And like I can take that away from the movie because like yeah, some of the songs don't sound that great. And then you listen to the album version, and they're like, oh yeah, they're all sung by like Roger Daltrey. He knows how to fuck. And sing music sing, yeah but like in this it's just i don't know man it's like it's it's a really already if the if the lyrics of the music is like touch and go then when you start throwing in people who can't sing you're like oh this is real fucking bad um yeah it definitely adds another layer of like what is happening why did we why did we do this yeah yeah yeah, yeah. why did we make these choices here yeah um oh wow there's a whole list of change on the album i'm just trying to see what came first at the the, the album the, the stage show the stage or the show. movie i mean the album i think came first obviously the album came first and then i suspect because this movie so the album's made in 69 this movie's made in 75 i suspect that the stage show might have occurred after the the album production possibly right probably that's what i suspect who, wait what the fuck wait hold on is this 1993 no way what 1993 no. is when the stage production Premier occurred 1992 oh that's really soon or yeah that's later. very recent i mean i guess it's 15 years after the movie came out but still so so it's the opposite it's yeah. that the movie came out and then they made a stage show yeah interesting, interesting. okay mm-hmm. well Okay. Well, uh, yeah, Pete Townshit. Yeah, he's the one who did it. Yeah, yeah. It's, t- Pete T- it's funny because I knew somebody in the Who was a creep. And so, but I was like, who is it? <laughs> Which one is that? Who, 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 who is it? Who, who, <laughs> who, who. I really want to know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Tommy. Tommy. So, beginning of the movie, it starts <laughs> off with um, what I thought was Tommy standing on a hill, but it's not, it's his dad. Oh, and you know you get the music going in the back. I just just imagine this. Why I describe all this? Music's happening, music, all right? Yeah, like ambient rock music. Sometimes Wall of it, sounds. The music also, I will say, is weird because it doesn't seem to transition naturally in yeah. scenes. It just kind of just like, all right, we're doing it. That's, we're going to the next one. That's the thing with the album too. Like again, obviously, it's like it's I an compa- album. Yeah. Well, it's an album, but like I compare it to something like a like a, a Pink Floyd's The Wall, where it's like every song transitions to the next one pretty mm. naturally. Whereas this one is just like a song will end and then the next track will begin and it's just like then I'll go to the next one it's like it's just like there's no real connections between these I feel like for me it doesn't bother me on an album but for a movie that does it 
a lot, like every five minutes. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's a lot to go through instead of like. It feels like a fucking like a train just like stopping. Like, <laughs> That's the other thing. This movie's like two hours long, right? It's, it's really it's long. pretty long. It's it definitely could long. get cut down. I am yeah, a, yeah, I, I agree. Well, there's yeah. a lot of spots where you're just like, could have sped this part up. You didn't <laughs> need to see this. Um, so. Anyways, dad's hanging out with his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. They're making out on a waterfall naked. There's lots of this camera. Whoever filmed this loves zoom in effects. Uh-huh. Tons of zooms. Lots of zooms. Good times. It was the, the 70s. 70s. Let's go, yeah. baby. Um, then Tommy's dad gets under attack. Oh, sorry. It's World War II happens. Oh. And so. <laughs> this is just. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. So World War II happens. He gets called off to war. He's flying a plane. He gets killed. Um, this is just Pink Floyd's The Wall. <laughs> in some ways, yes. Uh, yeah. So then there's also weird shots of like ladies running around, like Vegas-looking ladies with gas masks on and just you know all sorts of trippy stuff. Mm-hmm. It's very confusing if he died or not. Uh-huh. It looks like I he died. I think he died. Though. He's not in my half of the movie. Um, so she goes on and says a song, the song is like, oh, no, she her fucking husband's dead with her unborn child. Uh-oh, what's he gonna do? Right. So she's like, I'm gonna help in the war effort. Make ammo. Um, so then they, then she's like all sad, but then the war ends, and it's supposed to be happy, but she's sad because Captain Walker is missing with it, with unborn child. Mm-hmm. Then she goes to Bernie's holiday camp. Yeah. Where Uncle Frank works. He says, call me Uncle Frank. It's a whole song about him. He, he like runs the <laughs> camp. It's just like, some weird shit. I guess you just go and hang out and have fun, and the kid's there. Tommy's having a good time, likes it. He's a Tommy's there? Tommy's alive. Tommy's a little boy. Okay. He's hanging out there. And uh, there's, like, a lovely legs competition going on. What the fuck? And, of course, um, the mom wins. Um, okay. And then Frank is, like, get, dating getting all sweet on the mom. And it's like, uh-huh. yeah. And the mom's like, cool. And even Tommy likes Tommy likes Frank. Everyone's cool. What's the name of the holiday camp? Bernie's Holiday Camp. Okay. Because that's brought up later. Oh, really? Yeah. They just go there, and that's where they meet Frank. That's basically about it. And okay. They have a nice Frank, time. Li- Frank works there. He worked there, yeah. He was a green coat, which I guess is just like Not a red staff. coat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so they're all like seem to be getting along well, and everything's going great. Uh, but then Tommy's uh, sleeping in his bed, mm-hmm. and then opens the door. Tommy's dead, but his face is all burnt. Oh. Messed up. And he's like, and he goes to the other room. And then starts screaming at uh, his wife mm-hmm. and Frank because they're sleeping together because, you know, he's dead. Right. And, like, Frank freaks out and grabs the thing and kills him. Whoa. And Tommy sees this. Whoa. And then they sing a whole song about, like, how about the child? He can't know. Tommy, you can't say anything. You can't. You have to be never heard, never see, or never tell a soul, Tommy. You have oh, to do this. Okay. And so then he becomes deaf, dumb, and blind because of that. Because they told him to. Okay. Okay. So he's not. Okay. He, so he is all but those is. things. Yeah. But they told him to. So that's what he is. That's how he did it. Okay. That's how he got his condition. Sure. <laughs> okay. Fine. I I I don't know why I thought he was born that way. I don't know. When I was he thinking. might as well have been. He didn't say too many lines except I like Frank. He's nice and right. stuff like that. Um. But then he goes. Now he can never tell a soul. Now he's deaf, dumb, and blind. He can never tell a soul about Frank killing his dad. Killing his dad. Okay. He can't just because they just want to assume that he's dead and then everything will be fine, right? right now right. he's like really dead. Right. Um. So they're like having a good time. They're trying to like go on rides and stuff. And Tommy's just like you know being quiet and odd and there's lots of zooming in his eyes and we're like let's see what tommy's thinking and go into his brain you when you can't when you don't have any senses all sorts of crazy things can happen and he's like got put boxes on his heads and walks around they love zooming in on his eyes a lot like the, the director's obsessed with like zooming in on his eyes yeah yeah yeah. i mean like look you can't, you can't see, see is that crazy it's like, yeah okay and then they have a whole song where it's christmas time everyone's happy about getting gifts but it's like tommy doesn't know it's christmas frank is drinking Tommy doesn't know anything about Jesus or praying or what day it is. Mm-hmm. Tommy doesn't know shit. We got to fix him. And they just okay. start yelling at him. And it's like, dude, you can't, you, you can't, you can't do hear anything. So then we get somehow weirder. <laughs> because looking for cures for Tommy, uh-huh. um, it cuts to a much later time where it's now, um, what's, what's the guy? What's the singer's name? I forget his name. Uh, Roger Daltrey. Roger Daltrey sitting there and is like, yo, man. I got long hair now, and I'm now playing him. And right. also, I'm in a church, but this is a normal church. 
This is a church full of members who believe that Marilyn Monroe will cure everything from them. Mm-hmm. So it's like a weird cult. Okay. And everyone has these really crazy looking wigs with their with the her like with a mask of Marilyn Monroe on her. Huh. Um and it's very weird and it, but I do like this imagery cuz they have these Marilyn Monroe like nuns swinging sage as they burn it. And that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool and they walk around with like a giant statue and everyone touches her, you know, there's always sick people here trying to trying to get uh saved or whatever but right. it turns out people are just drinking and taking drugs is what they're giving them really and then they're like you're better now right um and then finally tommy's mom brings him over and they touch Marilyn Monroe's statue but he freaks out and pushes it over and breaks it oh no but no one seems to care oh okay so then we cut to <laughs> every time i'm like when Whoa. i'm watching this i'm like yeah all right this is weird but kind of makes sense but when i'm explaining it i'm like what the fuck yeah okay so then we cut to frank who's apparently running like a He's like either a pimp or he's like running a porn place. It's like he's in the red light district now. Okay. No, he's not a green coat anymore. He's not a green coat anymore. He's turned red. Yeah. And Tommy's there at work at the front desk. And Frank is like, all right, so here's what we're going to do. Here's the cure for him. We're going to have make him have sex. <laughs> and that's the way to do it. Jesus. So this is a song. He gets a sex worker who has a whole song about, she's called the Acid Queen. It's a pretty good song. It's fun. Um <laughs> Um, she's dancing around as like, you got yeah, an acid not, queen, you I got could, pinball wizard. I could, yeah, I could turn, I could turn him into something crazy good. Mm-hmm. But then she, then it gets weird. I know this is already weird, but she gets even yeah. weirder because these like assistants come out with syringes and they put a helmet on the the the, the lady, the lady, the acid queen, the acid queen, uh-huh. and then she starts putting syringes inside of her, and then she turns into a full robot, which actually opens up and turns into like an Iron Maiden with syringes inside instead of spikes. Whoa, that's pretty cool imagery. It's pretty cool. I guess this movie looks pretty cool for the most part. It, it, yeah, it's got some cool visuals. It does. I'll give the movie that. The visuals in this movie are fucking nuts. Well, that's because they just don't adhere to anything logical. Yeah. So you could just have crazy visuals that make no sense. I did read that like a lot of some of the story elements that weren't in the album were just things that can. Russell, the director and co-writer, was like, "I can't fit this in any other movie. I'll just put it in this one." Oh my god, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just given full reign to just do weird shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he goes in there and gets closed and open, and then he transforms into things. He turns into his dad at one point, and then like maybe he's going on an acid trip right now, and that's kind of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He keeps popping open, and then like sometimes his uh. One time his mom was like down on the ground, like dying or something. And he's like, oh no. But it's like, he's got Jesus imagery because he's got the little like loincloth suddenly now around his body. And he's like, I don't know, spread out for some reason. It's weird. It's hard to explain. Yeah. It's wild. It's it's an acid trip. Yeah. Yeah, It's crazy. That's a really good description of this movie. Yeah. It's hard to explain. It's wild. It's it's an acid trip. It's an acid trip. I'm just explaining things. You're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Sometimes. I'm I'm just sort of gripping with like, what is this trying to represent? Like, what is this trying to say? You know, like the uh, church of celebrity? uh, Something with that. Yeah. I was thinking that maybe people do... Uh, people rely on sex to heal themselves when it's like not really a real way to do it. I the, don't know. The welcoming of like our enemies after our boys dying in World War Two, you know, like Maybe. sort of like hiring Nazi doctors to, you know, to, to for the Allied forces. I don't know. Like no I'm just trying to grab at something. There's so much stuff here. You could probably sit for a while and grab a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> just like he drops ball bearings on the floor for some reason. I don't know why. Like pinballs. Oh shit. That's a, mm, I didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of pinball imagery. Yeah, he gets revealed again, and then he uses a skeleton with snakes. I don't know. They just open it and close that Iron Maiden a lot. Okay. And then, um, then they start making mistakes. They have a whole thing about like, well, we got to go do our own thing. Like Pete and, uh, <laughs> wait, no, Frank. Excuse me, Frank and um, Frank and Mom got to go on a date. So we're gonna <laughs> leave Tommy with cousin Kevin. Uh-huh. Cousin Kevin, and she's like, "Are you sure he's gonna be okay?" Uh, Frank's like, "Don't worry, it'll be fine. It's nice." I'm getting the lyrics wrong, and I apologize, <laughs> but it's basically that. Okay. And then, of course, Kevin, cousin Kevin's awful. He's like, oh. "I'm gonna, I'm gonna see what it's like to just torture someone for fun, and they can't say anything about it. But maybe they'll react sometimes if I." put like cigarettes out on them Jesus. and tie them to a chair and drown them and think it's funny, put spikes on the toilet where he sits, throw them down the stairs, all that shit. Just, just, I'm like, why? This is such a long song about like this kid just being tortured or like this poor handicapped person being tortured. You Who know? is cousin? Is cousin Kevin played by anybody of note? Oh, maybe I didn't actually, I didn't recognize him. Oh, okay. um, you could look up cousin Kevin. Uh, if Paul you want. Nicholas is an English actor and singer. His pop career. 
I don't know any of this stuff. Okay, maybe it was popular back in the day. But Probably. did not make it uh, okay. to our time. Then it's like, okay, well, that's fine. They never knew anything happened to him because he can't say anything. Even though, even though it burned and like has all these burns or whatever on him, but whatever. Yeah. Um. So then they're like, all right, now we're going to leave him with Uncle Ernie. Let's have a song if it's okay to leave him with Uncle Ernie. Oh, wait. What? He was he played the title role in Jesus Christ Superstar. Oh, interesting. Apparently. Huh. Yeah, he was a big name. He was also in hair. Oh, okay. All well, right. We'll look up Uncle Ernie. Uncle Ernie. Keith Moon. Who's Keith Moon? Who's Keith Moon? I don't know who Keith Moon is. Keith Moon is is uh the drummer of the Who. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a weird choice for him then. <laughs> I don't know all the band names of the Who despite uh D- loving the Who. Despite liking them. I was like, they're the Who, they're not people. Yeah, Keith Moon, noted for his unique style, his eccentric, often self destructive behavior, and drug addiction. Oh, neat. Well, anyway, he plays a pedophile in this, basically. Fucking <laughs> shit, dude. So they call him Ernie, and his song starts off, I'm wicked Ernie. <sighs> Gotta have weird breathing in here. And he has a whole song about fiddling around with you. And uh, you won't mind if I fiddle about, will you? And then um, there's a whole song about that. And you're like, oh, shit, Frank's coming because the the parents come back. And you just see um, fucking, uh, what's his face? Uh, Tommy in bed. Mm -hmm. And then uh, evil Uncle Ernie just sitting by the side and being like, oh, nothing's wrong. Even though, like, you could hear sounds that they're currently doing something bad. Yeah, it's it's like, this scene, I was like, "Mm, this doesn't need to be in here. Yeah. Like, you could have just showed the first guy. Yeah, like, he got abused. He got abused. That's fine. But I... Thinking back to how um, Pete Townsend is like, oh, well, you know, I got I, abused. I got abused. Maybe he's like working through that or something because it sounded like it was that sort of thing. You were rolling through these references, by the way. Uh, Tina Turner was the Acid Queen. Oh shit! I didn't recognize her. <laughs> and Eric Clapton was the preacher of the Marilyn Monroe themed cult. Uh, well, I try to forget Eric Clapton. Uh, exists, fair, actually. Okay, good point. <laughs> even though I do like Cream. <laughs> And unfortunately, there's a blight on cream. There's a sour <laughs> spot, one might say. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree. I Maybe this is supposed to be uh, Pete going like, hey, I was abused as a child. But yeah, I really feel like it takes... It just is just like, why am I... It takes this a, a lot. turn. This is a lot, and it's gross, and it just... It's icky. I mean, it's meant to be icky, right? Like, it is, it, right? It like, has to be. It's just like, I didn't know if I wanted to see this in my fucking like, acid trip crazy wild who, who movie yeah uh anyway so then tommy is goes what well, looks like a dream but he actually i guess sleepwalks or something goes to a junkyard and finds a pinball, a pinball machine. machine and he starts playing it and i'm like how's he playing that there's no power around he's in the middle <laughs> of a junkyard he's but a pinball wizard he's a pinball wizard i guess yeah um and then the cops find him and they talk to him and like the parents come and find him and the frank is like well you know we can do something with this and then suddenly like instantly within like a second they're millionaires because he's a great pinball player right and i guess if you're a great pinball player you can just become millionaires yeah i was like so is- esports wasn't around back then <laughs> Or P sports as P-sports. we like to call it. Gross. <laughs> I was I was thinking, yeah, like <laughs> you just figured out what you said. No, no, I thought about a joke that I don't want to say. No, say it. Don't tell Uncle Ernie about P sports. <laughs> P A sports is the game. <laughs> God dang it. I was thinking, like, was pitball just like a big thing back in the day? Back in the day it was pretty big, yeah, because yeah. arcades didn't like Arcades didn't exist back then, right? Like right. there was just start. There was no computer graphics to like compute with scores. So like, if you want, so the pinballs game, were the game. Pinball was like the thing, right? Mm, okay. To like an arcade or whatever. I see. I see. Okay. Okay. So it makes sense. Um, and so yeah, there's suddenly millionaires. Everything's great. Um, and then suddenly Elton John is on stilts, like giant ass stilts. I shoes. loved oh, that. It image. looks so great. This is where I came in with yeah, seeing what Elton a great John. Spot. With the big fuck off like combat boots, like fucking like like it's ridiculous. Ronald McDonald red shoes. Whoa, big ass legs. You're not you're like you say Ronald McDonald, but it's like Ronald McDonald times three. Like, yeah, his shoes are ridiculous. They're massive. I love them. I don't know why they did that. <laughs> I don't either. Is it because like Elton John's so tiny? Maybe, but he's know. he's standing up on like a giant. He's he's so tall now that yeah. he's like standing up to a pinball and he's playing. Yeah, yeah. Because I yeah. guess he was a previous pinball wizard. But he's like, then he sings a song about pinball wizard, which I think is fun that Elton John sings the pinball wizard song. And not the one, Who, not the Who. <laughs> um, and I'm like, all right, finally I get to hear the song, and then I have to turn it off because because it's, it's your half through. is over. Yeah. So I pop in with the pinball wizard song, and I'm like, wow, what a fortuitous uh, series of events. I got in during this one song I know from this musical. 
Um, and it's, it's kind of funny that Pinball Wizard's literally halfway through the movie. Yeah, like that's, that's an interesting mid, choice. That's exact midpoint. Yeah. Uh, so I get to enjoy a little bit of Pinball Wizard. Obviously, Tommy wins the pinball thing. Sure. And of course he would. He's a wizard. And I'm like, I'm in. I'm like, Elton John's on stilts. We got pinball. I love the editing. I love the song. Yeah. I this... mean, that part was, I will say, that was the part where I was like, damn, I don't want to. I don't want to stop on this part. Yeah. There's no. other parts I want to pick. Why could I stop on Mister? <laughs> yeah. On fucking Ernie. On Ernie. Great. <laughs> and like, one cool bit of like one cool effect too is like, he'll like pluck up his feet. Like he actually like bounces his foot. And I'm like, how are they doing that with the stilts? You know, like I don't know. It's wild. It's really cool. So then. That scene ends. He wins the pinball wizard tournament. Hell yeah. And then we see Go his... Tommy. Yes. And then we see Tommy's mom. She's in this big white room. I don't know it's Tommy's mom. I just think it's a lady. And she's watching Tommy on television. I'm like, oh, uh, some like MILF is like really interested in Tommy. And then she's like watching and she's like rubbing herself. And Whoa, she... hold on. And she's and she keeps turning the channel, but it keeps cutting back to Tommy. And she's like overcome with emotion. She just keeps like rubbing her body. What the fuck? And then, and then she sings a song called "Champagne," which is these really. And this is where I learned that she's Tommy's mom. Uh, it was not it was not obvious at first. Yeah. But then she has this really great line. She says, "What's it all worth?" Because she's rich now because of right. the pinball money. She says, "What's it all worth when my son is blind? He can't hear the music nor enjoy what I'm buying." And I like, I love that. I feel like that's such a good encapsulation of who this character is well, i think i think maybe that is what the lesson of the movie is or whatever it's like it doesn't matter if you have wealth or whatever like you're still having a disability fucking sucks it fucking sucks also it seems like he's enjoying playing pinball but i also feel like he is being taken advantage of yet again you know yeah i mean if he's enjoying it what's the harm i guess that's but true. also he can't but he can't communicate is- what's also weird about this movie is this implies that like helen Keller never existed and there was never a way to communicate with someone who is like <laughs> deaf and blind you yeah know? like yeah. clearly there's a way to communicate with them but that's i guess fair. if they just can't say anything and that's the whole conceit which is stupid i just can't get over it i agree with you um <laughs> I guess the whole conceit is he can't talk to anyone. Then there's no way just to communicate with them, even if it was someone who like used uh, like hand me- uh, hand touching methods or whatever they're I, called. I actually like uh, like hand like sign language. Hand sign language. Yeah. Uh, I think that's another interesting thing too, because like he's playing pinball just for the joy of playing it. Like he doesn't know he's like good, or that he's like going against people. Yeah, that's true. He doesn't know that he's making money. You know, he's just doing it for the love of it. He's just vibing out, man. Right. So Frank finds a specialist a doctor for tommy okay and he's like i gotta we gotta take him to this doctor and the doctor is played by jack nicholson okay. sings a song and then in this scene jack nicholson's also like looking tommy's mom up and down he's like i want to fuck you and i'm just like what the fuck is going on i feel on? like that's what you hire jack nicholson for i feel like he has a great like he has, he has a look. great he has a great creepy like i'm horny vibe but she was all for it she's like oh yeah I'm in. Yeah, all right. I don't know what it is. We recently also recently just like for our, our own fun watched uh, Witches of Eastwick, and we're just like, who would find him attractive oh, at yeah, all? I forgot he was. Yeah, he's the main character in that. He's yeah. the devil in that, and it's just like, oh man, he's so. I mean, at least in the de- at least in that movie, he had like magic abilities to be the devil. Yeah, I, I guess. guess. So maybe that still. kind of was like attractive, but still. So the doctor concludes that he actually can see. He's not really blind. Uh, he can actually he can see uh, his reflection in the mirror and he okay. can re- respond to it. There was a time when they put him in front of a mirror and sang a song about like, is it wrong we put him in front of the mirror? Yes. And then he does seem to like have visions there. Right. He can see things in the mirror. Mm-hmm. And his mom, upon learning this, gets very upset and starts like pushing Tommy against mirrors. Oh, wait, I totally forgot about one thing I wanted to talk about. Oh, OK. So when she's watching Tommy on television, she keeps flipping the channels to try to avoid looking at her, her son. And she sees a commercial for beans. beans. She sees a commercial for uh, chocolate. Uh-huh. And she sees a commercial for champagne. Okay? Beans, chocolate, and champagne. And then she throws the champagne bottle into the television, breaking the television because it keeps cutting back to images of Tommy. And then all of a sudden, the television erupts with champagne and uh-huh. covers her in champagne and just all these bubbles. And then it erupts with beans, and she gets covered in beans. 
and she's like rubbing beans all over herself and then she gets covered in chocolate and then she's rubbing chocolate all over herself and it's all over this white this right this is someone's fetish honestly this is someone's very specific fetish about beans chocolate and champagne this is a specific example of ken russell having a idea and putting it in this movie for like no reason for yeah i don't know what that really does except that she's covered in all the things she wants she wants i don't know so she's incredibly frustrated she throws uh tommy against a mirror Mm -hmm. the mirror breaks (gasps) and who gets the bad luck in that situation you think it's tommy's tommy or tommy's mom i'll tell you uh tommy gets great luck because all of a sudden he can see and uh speak and hear again oh shit yeah and uh he celebrates this by running really fast, uh, <laughs> I'm Sonic now. <laughs> Gotta go fast. It kind of reminded me of like Forrest Gump, where it's like he's upset, <laughs> so he just runs. There's one really great bit. He just he's running and he's running through like a. I mean, now you can see where he can go. He couldn't run before, right? So he's running across water. He runs across a <laughs> field, just, like, like Jesus. Oh yes. wow, yeah, they really got the imagery. He runs across a field. And at first it's like a beautiful field, but then it cuts and he's running through people that are like spraying the field with pesticides. Okay. And then he runs through like a war zone. Like he's just running through terrible things he's as like, well. But he's he like Gal Gadot and fucking Wonder Woman. It really, yeah. it really is like that. Um, and so then he, and it's the song about being free and he finally winds up on like these rocks near the uh, edge of the ocean and his mom is there and uh, she's like, you can see suddenly, you can see. And Tommy's like, I I wanted to tell you that what I've done, the things that I've done, my pinball and all that other stuff, they've made me into who I am. And I'm I'm a great man. I am I am I am powerful now. Okay. And she's like, you need to teach me how you did that. And she's like, and he's like, I'll do that. And he takes off all of her uh, jewelry and throws it away into the ocean and he's like you need to give up all of your worldly possessions and oh no he him. is Jesus he's become Jesus and so then Tommy goes on these like basically like rock uh, gospel <laughs> things oh no it is Jesus Christ Superstar and they people are holding crosses in the shape of T for Tommy <laughs> so they have like seraphs on them they so it's a it's a it's a it's a it, it looks like a cross, but it's a it's a, a uppercase T, and the top of the cross is a m- microphone. Oh, so okay. it's like the silhouette looks like a cross, but it's really an uppercase T for Tommy. Okay, and a microphone, so it's like very not obvious or very obvious what's going on, very non subtle. And uh, so he, I do appreciate this movie's not subtlety. <laughs> I'm yes, it continues it's, to it's not continues be subtle. To not be subtle. So uh, he does all these things and he's he's telling people all about being like enlightened and what to do and he starts getting followers and he becomes like this big gospel rock star hell yeah and then we follow a story about sally simpson sally simpson is the daughter of a preacher uh not the preacher from earlier just another preacher and she loves tommy and she's obsessed with him and she wants to go to one of his concerts, but her dad's like, you can't go to those concerts. It's dangerous. You know, you 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 got to be you. Uh, but then she does go to the concert. She gets all dressed up and made up and she goes to the concert. She's like wearing red lipstick and she's wearing like a feather boa and she's like in a dress mm-hmm. and uh, she goes to the concert. But the concerts are out of control and uh, there's the cops show up to try to keep people away from Tommy, who's on stage. And at one point. Uh, Sally breaks through the cops and gets right up to the stage, but then accidentally gets, no, she gets kicked by uncle Frank. She falls back, (laughs) hits her head on something and causes a big ass scar on the side of her face. And now she feels like no one will ever love her, but then she ends up falling in love with a rock star. But the thing is, is that scar on the side of her face is always a reminder of how much love she had for Tommy. Now I want to ask you, how old do you think Sally is? Oh no! Yeah. Oh no! She's a, a she's little, sixteen. She's a little girl. She's a, way younger than sixteen. What? She's like a seven-year-old girl, well, like a seven-eight-year-old girl. Now, yes, that's weird. But I mean, also, that's like unfortunately a lot of rock stars have yes. that sort of weird thing where they get like young, young girls. P. Townshend. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, he just got photos. <laughs> uh, it's fucked, and it made me feel deeply uncomfortable, and I feel like that was the purpose of it. Like, that's the thing. Is it's like, where would I feel comfortable? Oh, if she was, like, older, sure. But, like, even if she was older, this would still be fucked, you know? Yeah, it shows kind of the, the problem with uh, celebrity cult status. Yeah, exactly. Like celebrityism, where it's just, like, people will do crazy things for... Stuff that's like not appropriate at all. Yeah. Um, uh, even just, it kind of reminded me of like that one song, uh, the Bo Burnham song, Repeat Stuff, where it's like, yeah, like little girls fall in love with these big rock idols and think, like, yeah, this is this is true love or like this is what I should aspire to. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's not fair and it's not right to, you know, uh, cater to a younger audience or any sort of audience and like not forewarn them about the kind of things you know th- those sorts of things you yeah. know or distance yourself from them yeah. uh and that's the other thing it's like in this scene tommy sees this little girl in fucking makeup crawling up on stage and doesn't do anything about it like he's still just like dancing and singing and i'm like so tommy's a fucking bad guy like i fucking hate tommy yeah fuck you know tommy. fuck tommy but Maybe. i don't think the movie wants us to hate tommy i think it wants us to hate uncle frank um mm, yeah i guess but i either, don't know i don't know it, it was very confusing um but yeah this whole scene was very uncomfortable for me yeah. didn't like it at all that's fair uh and then i'm glad you got one too it evens this out <laughs> yeah it did uh and so then but it's what's interesting though is she had a big scar on her side right on so the side of her face very similar to tommy's dad oh who yeah was also burned that way i wonder if that's some sort of oh that's interesting so that's why i thought that. he would maybe get with her in the end or something but apparently not no well, hopefully but not, maybe that's just because she's a little girl or maybe that's just saying like people who love him very much bear a scar for him or something like that i i do think the movie's also trying to say this thing of like yeah like our experiences will shape us into becoming people maybe like artists or whatever uh you know but also like those things also don't make us a better person it just makes us stronger i sort of think is maybe what the movie's trying to yeah just because you you went through a lot of experiences doesn't make you better no it just makes you different different it makes you who you are makes you stronger in other ways uh so right so he just basically makes a massive cult like he just brings more people over to the house and the house gets bigger and bigger and uncle frank's like that there's no more room for people and he's like too bad we're gonna invite more people let's make a bigger house and so everyone just keeps coming uh and frank starts tommy's holiday camp which is the same thing as what he was doing earlier he did say he wanted to own a camp when he was a little kid and he finally owns one and the thing is he started this camp and he's starting to raise the prices on things. Oh and, no, he's Walt Disney. And the people hate it. They hate, they hate. Oh no, it's not Walt Disney. <laughs> <laughs> I know. If, I wish the people hate that the money's being raised and they hate it because Tommy's also like asking too much of them. He's like, you need to be like me. You need to become deaf, dumb and blind and you need to play pinball. So he gives them like sunglasses to cover their eyes and little things to put in their ears and things to cover their mouths. Okay. And he gets all these pinball machines and makes them all play pinball. And hear no evil, speak no evil, see no evil. Oh, baby. Yeah, that's very, I didn't pick up on that. That's very yeah. good. But here's the thing. It's too much for them and they hate it. And they're, they start revolting and they start, they, they fucking uh, kill Uncle Frank and Tommy's mom. How? And, uh, by smashing their fucking heads against giant pinballs. Oh my god! They have these giant metal pinballs that everyone's standing on, and they just smash them over the head with them. Just because and they step don't. On their head just because they don't like having what Tommy's doing. Uh, did they actually try it, or are they just like they heard what he said? They tried it first, and then they're like, "You're asking too much of us, and we're paying a lot for this." Oh, okay. Um, and so then they riot, and then uh, Tommy, uh, like doesn't die. He ends up escaping. Okay, uh, sure. And then he finds his parents, and he's just like, my dead parents. Uh, wait, his parents? No, I think it was just his uncle. I, I mixed up his uncle and his dad. I don't know if... Oh, okay. I thought his uncle was his dad. I mean, basically. Yeah. He had a pre-dad, but he doesn't come up much. So then... Uh, he, I also like that's never touched upon again. His dad and his like, uncle. They never brings it up. It's never a point of attention. I I don't know. Uh, so then he, he mourns the loss of his uh, whatever... And then he just walks off into the woods, into these like fields and these mountains. And he's singing this song called uh, Listening to You. Uh, And there's like these mountains and the sun is rising and it's rising through him. And like he just looks like this Jesus figure. And the lyrics of of listening to you are very interesting because like I don't. And I I looked up the lyrics because I thought I actually really liked the song. Um, But I, I wasn't sure who like. Because Tommy is singing it, but I don't know who he's listening to is the thing. What do you mean? Because So here's the lyrics. Um, 
The lyrics are stuff like, uh, listening to you, I get the music, gazing at you, I get the heat, following you, I climb the mountain, I get excitement at your feet, uh, listening to you, uh, I get the story, I get the glory, I get opinions. So it's like, who is he listening to? He's listening to like his inner self or something that's like that. That's what I was thinking too. Because that's what he seems to like have a lot of reflection on because he doesn't have any sense you know he's in a sensory deprivation like he just reflects on like weird stuff you know? right he's basically lived in sensory deprivation and his while life. being tortured and stuff you know and here's the other thing is throughout the movie i don't know if this took place in your half but whenever he's talking to his mom or his uncle he's always repeating see me feel me touch me heal me mm. and he's always talking to other people but i feel like this is a moment where he's like other people have torn me down have have held me back have hurt me I don't need to listen to other people anymore. I need to listen to myself. But he is so separated from himself that he respond. He he calls himself you almost. You know, At he's like point, listening yeah. to you. I get this. Now, I get that. Yeah, now he can sense everything. So right. Yeah. He's got all these outside forces. But he's still like separated. Uh, and that's the end of the movie. Hmm. Yeah, lots to, lot to chew on. I mean, it's definitely heavily like Christ oriented. Oh right? like, yeah. I, I saw like it. to the point of like. Yes, a man who got tortured a lot and wants everyone to follow his ideas, even though he was like basically like probably like you know one of the worst things ever to happen to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he lives. But he lives. He lives, and his uh, disciples die. Uh, yeah. Wait, and you're talking about in like here, in here. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, yeah, Jesus lives in eternity, right? Well, so yeah, that's true. true. He went up. He didn't even die. He peaced out. That's he went true. up. Huh, that's so interesting. yeah, maybe they, he didn't live. Yeah. Maybe maybe he died and came back in this movie too. Like maybe he got killed by When did he die? Oh, you think in that moment or something? Know. And then he just was like, It's Fuck very confusing else. Yeah, the problem. Here's the thing. I don't think this movie is uh the best. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a fun I think it's a really it's fun a thing fun to talk novelty. about. Yeah. I think it's got some cool songs, some cool visuals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way too fucking long. <laughs> Way too long. Doesn't yeah. really know what it's saying. Deals with a lot of things. It deals with a lot of things, but doesn't really deal with them. It just kind yeah, of like brings it up and is like, ain't that weird? Him. Yeah. Isn't it crazy that like his dad kill or his dad was going to kill his uncle and then he's just like, nah, we're going to drop that. Forget it. I guess my issue is like, I don't fucking know where, how we're supposed to feel about Tommy. Like, are we just supposed to feel bad for him the whole movie? I feel like. Because Tommy, like, yeah, he's a he's a Christ figure, but he's like near the end of the movie, he just seems like an asshole. He seems like a fucking asshole. He's just, he seems like a fucking cult leader, and I'm like, I don't fucking like this guy. Yeah. And then he, the movie ends with him like ascending and like you know and being like a Christ figure, and I'm like, I don't want this movie to end with him going like, look, I'm a good guy. Like, but again, like, I don't know how much of this belongs in the movie and how much of this belongs in the album too. You know, because yeah. a lot of the things that I don't like about him are things that you wouldn't pick up on in the album like you wouldn't pick up on the fact that like tommy clearly sees this little girl coming to the stage getting fucking kicked by it just seems like such an unnecessary weird yeah storyline that i I feel like in the album that song works because it's like look at what like uh uh celebrity culture does to followers of celebrities Mm -hmm. not what do the celebrities do to the celebrity culture but by shooting it the way that it did it made tommy look bad yeah. And then also there's the scene where like the house is getting bigger and bigger, getting bigger houses because more people are coming over. And it's like, one, you see a house full of people dressed the same and acting like namaste. Everyone is like moving in the same way. I immediately think fucking cult shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I don't know if maybe this is just because of like th- where think, we are now in the society and right. lots of cult stuff. So like, I don't know how much like Nixium and like, uh, you know, like Jonestown and shit were like. In the conscious, back in the then. conscious aware of this, you know, that's yeah, true. Uh, and the uh, the other thing is, is like, yeah, and Tommy's like, bring more people in, let's get more people in, and it's like, shouldn't you want to just be like, you know, like you shouldn't want to be be bringing people in, you should be going out to the people, you know? Yeah. So I'm um, a little backstory on what the concept album was kind of about was um, there's the teachings of Meher Baba, which was a big spiritual leader back in the day for uh, I believe he was in India. Mm. Um, but a lot of people call, uh, acquainted him to a Christ-like figure in some ways. Oh. Um, and one thing uh, I believe one of his teachings was like a deaf and blind person would be really good at like one particular thing because they can only just hone on that one oh. thing. And that's what uh, pinball. I think what pin yeah that's what, what Pete Town said was like this is like a modern thing we'll do that because I think he was I think Baba died in like 
the 60s or something. I could be wrong. Mm. Um, but he was getting into the teachings of them anyway. I see. So um, he was inspired by that. Yeah. So I'm wondering if that's like, m- they were just like, well, this guy's a new spiritual leader. And, you know, we think cult, but like, you could just be a spiritual right. leader somewhere else, fair. you know? Right. But I guess that's the thing is that maybe I'm painting it in a different way. It's fair. For my own. I mean, you what? Know. You know, religion's mostly a cult until it gets sanctified or whatever, right? Yeah. Could be. True. Yeah. I that's mean, true. That's the thing, right? It's like, and I guess that's the other thing that bothers me too. It's like, I, I respond heavily to like Pink Floyd's The Wall because it's a very personal story. Like, it's about a guy. Like, clearly it's based on this guy's own experiences. And like, I do think that like, it sounds like pete towns townshed townshead townsend uh it looks like he did gain some of his own experiences put him in there but like it does sound like it's also inspired by like a guy like a guy he didn't like an know, actual yeah like a like, dude who was like a yeah like a religious figure i don't know it's all it's all very messy and weird that's the thing the it's, it's, i like it yeah it's and very, i like messy things but i don't know man it's too messy to grab onto anything though yeah it just seems to contradict itself a lot yeah it doesn't yeah. really seem to have a firm view and it's just kind of like like that's the thing is I don't know if it's good I don't know if he's like this is good stuff should we empathize with him is he making a good cult apparently not apparently went out of control and also sure right like a movie can be complicated and make you feel like oh is this a good thing or a bad thing I totally get that yeah like the movie pretty much ends with it being going like you know this is a good thing Tommy's a good guy and I'm like, I feel like there's not really much question there, you know? I don't know if it was... The guy was, climbing a mountain all by himself with fucking the sun behind him. And, do you think it actually was that way? Or if he was just like, fuck everyone, I'm going on my own way? I mean, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's all how you look at it. Uh, yeah, I suppose. Uh, so I guess you have some things to think about. I will say... You on. I will think about this movie for a while. I don't, <laughs> think, I'll, I don't think I'll forget it. So yeah. I will say, you know, despite it probably not being great... I could see why it's like reached like cult status and had like a musical theater. Production I didn't like a later. lot of the songs either. You didn't like a lot of the songs? I didn't like all of them. I liked some, but I didn't like a lot. Yeah, I'd say it's about thirty-three percent are good. Yeah, there's a, there's quite a few stinkers. There's in a there. few. There's a few bad ones. There's a few ones that have like shoot-in lyrics for sure. Yeah, that are just like you guys are really like a lot of repetition like, as well. I, see, I, I like. Rep- but, I, uh, like repetition. I like repetition as well. I'm a big Philip Glass guy, but yeah. I don't know. There's some, I don't know. It's and like, also it was just disjointed soundtrack too, right? Like yeah. it, didn't, it didn't feel like it flowed. It'd be like next scene and it'd be like, oh, here's something completely different feeling. Right, right, right. The strange. transitions between the different songs I yeah. think was lacking. Yeah. I agree with that. I don't it, know. It was just a weird choice to have it also be completely musical all the time and then have all those like, I do like I do like it when it actually is silent. Yeah, yeah. And they just have music in the back, and they're just showing you stuff visually. I think that's really cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but then as soon as people start singing, I'm like, oh, maybe not. Maybe we'll just have the music going because people aren't a good singers, and the lyrics are kind of weird. <laughs> the lyrics aren't the greatest. Some no. of them, some of them, are really some are good. good. Yeah. But I feel like there's so many filler lyrics to kind of yeah, make it a musical. I agree with as that. As opposed to like. Uh, as opposed to actual lyrics about meaning or what the characters are feeling or yeah. like what's going on. It's just a lot of like, hey, also, honey, should we do this? Like, what yeah, the fuck sure. was that whole thing about like he found a cure, but the cure didn't work? Like, did that even go anywhere? Which cure? You, didn't they say they were looking for a cure for Tommy? I mean, they were trying different things, right? They're, they went to but the Marilyn Monroe statue. They went to the the sex worker. That but was kind of None of that worked. So that's no. all, was that just like, so that was that was it. They just tried it. That was yeah. it. It didn't work. Yeah, I don't know. Um, also, it's kind of weird that the way he got his sight and abilities back was being pushed through glass, mm. aka more child abuse. Yeah. Yeah. I guess he's not a child, but still. like Still abuse. Still abuse, yeah. Uh, uh, perpetrated by someone who he thought he could trust. Exactly. Yeah. So that's a little bit of a weird thing. I don't know. And it's it's also, it was a moment of anger and like, a, like you know, like his mom was like, stop, stop being the way you are. This is kind of like watching a movie from one of your friends and being like, ah, you're really going through some stuff, huh? Yeah. I don't really know how to help you, though. <laughs> I don't even know where to begin. I don't even know what to do. Uh, yeah. But we got to be there for you, I guess. I'll be there for you. Uh, oh, wait. What do you have on your computer? I'm not going to be there oh, for no. you anymore. <laughs> you know what? Actually, I'm, I'm out. Good. No, I'm good. I'm good. You know, we're, we're good. We're going to leave you out of here. I'm friends with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think I, yeah. I, I just, the other thing I'm, I'm like wondering, like, I don't know where the, how the fuck people liked this. What do you like, mean? I don't know how people like watched this and responded so positively to it. Like I don't know what they watched and was like. I'm the acid queen. You gotta do drugs, dude. <laughs> 
Yeah, I guess. You're I mean, right. there's some fun. Like, Asking Moon is a great song. Yeah, um, I kind of want to watch that. That part was really sounds cool. like a lot of fun. Um, like, there's there's good moments in here. It's yeah. just you know, it's a cult film, right? It's gonna be lots Clearly, of clearly. Par- look at how it ended. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> there's gonna be there's gonna be parts that are pretty bad, but yeah. there's like stuff to dig in and be like, ooh, I like this song. The visuals are really interesting. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. That's true. I mean, I don't think it was that well received at all when it came out, wasn't it? I don't think so. Let me look up. Let me see. Go what... and look it up. Hey guys, is there any other like big rock like opera musicals you guys would recommend i don't think i've seen that much you can email us at email the other podcast.com you can also find us on facebook instagram and twitter and if you want to listen to our previous episodes you can find them on any podcatching app and while you're there please leave a five-star rating and review we will read it on the show no matter what it says even if it is uh uh how to play pinball well because i can't play pinball very well i'm not a good pinball player um it's got it's got like 70% on Rotten Tomatoes. So it's pretty high. That's high, but it's not great. Well, uh, what, what about the, the how much top money re- did it make? The top review says, can you get it out of my head for better or worse? <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty accurate, honestly. That's an accurate uh, thing. Let me I'm see looking at the box office. Film uh, was a box office hit. Wow. It earned I mean, it 27 big, right? million. All right, right, exactly. Uh, it earned uh, uh, 27 million, which is equivalent to 102 million in 2019 in the U.S. alone. Film made over. Uh, one uh, million in France. Uh, Russell, the director, called it his most commercial film ever made. Um, yeah, it's <laughs> this letterbox review just says one giant Oompa Loompa segment, but that's by no means a bad thing. Yeah, <laughs> it is basically like Oompa Loompa segment. Jeez, yeah, the budget was only three million dollars, but the what? Bo- yeah, that's what it says. Budget was three million. Box office was thirty-four point three million. So it was definitely a massive hit. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. It's uh. It's 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 a pickle this film. I'm, I I kind of want to watch it again, but I'd want to watch it with friends. I wouldn't want to watch it alone. Yeah, I feel like this would be a good vibe to hang out and be like, "Yo, guys, you want to see some crazy shit while we just kind of talk over it?" Hey guys, let's leave the room for this one scene. The <laughs> uncle's showing up. Let's get out of here. We we'll go back in like five leave, minutes. Let's leave. Let's leave Uncle Ernie alone. Yeah. We don't want to. No one wants to be around for this. But everything else, fun times. Let's check it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to tell people. I guess go see it if you're looking for some crazy visuals and songs to just get high. vibe out too. Yeah. Yeah, enjoy it. Yeah, that's uh, it's it's a thing. It's it's wild. Did, have you seen Pink Floyd's The Wall? I don't think I have. I've heard the, I've listened to the album, but I've not actually. I've never seen the um the movie. Never seen the movie. No. Fuck, man. I got the same vibes after watching this. I was just sort of like, because when I first saw Pink Floyd's The Wall, I was way too young. Should not have watched it. Yeah, it was on YouTube. That. Yeah, it was on YouTube, uh, and I was just like stayed up all night watching it, and then I just like sat like in like a catatonic state, just going like, "What the fuck did I just see?" And that was sort of the same thing here, where it just ended. And I'm like, I really don't know what to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like someone hands you, <laughs> it's like someone hands you a knife and then walks away, and you're like, "What do I do with this? What do I do with this? Why, I don't know. why, why was I given this? Was, yeah, yeah, yeah." Yeah, it was just like, did they, did they, did they, did they should this? I, do I put this away? Yeah. Do I tell people that some guy handed me a knife? Do like, I, what should do I, I be d- touching this? Like, like, no instructions. What did he do with it before? But I guess, you know, that's just like Tommy. We're given no instructions on what to do because we can't sense what the actual creator was thinking. That's right. I felt mm. deaf, dumb, and blind afterwards. Yeah. Speechless. Good night, everybody. <laughs>